Hi, it's Rebecca Whitman, your host of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I'm a top-rated life coach, an international best-selling author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to help you go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. The experts on this show will help you achieve work-life balance so that you can experience abundance in seven pillars of life, spirituality, health, emotions, romance, mindset, social, and financial life. When you have all seven pillars of life in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I'm your host, Rebecca Whitman, and we are taking you from overworked and stressed out to Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant. Today, we have an amazing guest. His name is Dr. Joseph James Nontoma, also known as the People's Mentor. And he is a friend of mine. I actually met him this past December. We were both uh, so happy to be given an award by the International Association of Top Professionals. And I can't even believe it still that I won Life Coach of the Year. And Dr. Joseph, you won Inspiring Entrepreneur of the Year, right? Yeah. Inspirational Entrepreneur of the Year. So we are so uh, excited to have you on the show. From the second I met you at that event, I knew I wanted to interview you on the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. And today is the day. So I'm so excited you're here. I'm going to tell my audience a little bit about your background. So uh, Dr. Joseph is a notable sought-after investor from Africa. In 2016, he emigrated from Africa with $4,700, and now he owns over $23 million in real estate. Talk about the American dream. Wow. Uh, He runs 16 businesses as a real estate investor, mentor, entrepreneur, and life coach. He has impacted over 500,000 people through his brands, and he has fed over 25,000 thousand people in Africa. And Dr. Joseph, you have done so much. I want to hear your story. Where are you from in Africa? How did your life go from being in Africa, dreaming to America, uh, dreaming of America to being an American multimillionaire? I really do want to hear your story. Amazing. First and foremost, I want to thank you for bringing me on your show. Um, It's been an amazing job you're doing over there. And uh, I tell you, you're rich in modern, you actually know. So thank you for bringing me on the show. You're welcome. Yeah. So yeah, you know, um, when you talk about dreams and aspiration, you know, anybody can dream, you know, but for you to be truly successful and to live your dream, you need to learn to believe in yourself and put in the work. That is the, you know, the, the point where a lot of people miss it. You know, a lot of people can sit down and want to be successful. But, you know, there are certain key ingredients that you need to put in place for you to go from where you are to where you want to be. And that is part of what I wanted to share today because, you know, um, my person, I'm a teacher. I like showing people like taking them through a whole journey and show them how you can take steps to get into uh, where you are. So if you're ready, I was born ready for this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So where were you from in Africa? Well, I'm from Nigeria. Um, I'm from Nigeria. Um, I was born four to six years ago. And what was amazing is what is, you know, there's a whole lot of stories where you meet people from humble backgrounds and, you know, build something. But, you know, what makes every single person peculiar is their own experiences, correct? Like, you know, your experience is different from mine and stuff. So in my own case, I was born in a remote part of Nigeria, like the remote of the remote. And my mom left when I was two. So I grew up with a stepmom. You know, I always tell people some of the things I can share it because if I do for your audience in the United States, it would be child abuse. And I don't want the government to come after you. (laughs) So 
my fault. I wasn't in Africa when you got abused. They're not going to come after me. <laughs> so, so pretty much like, you know, I started doing business when I was seven. Wow. Yeah. I started doing business when I was seven. And, you know, today I can sit back and kind of laugh at it because a lot of the stuff that I went through back then kind of prepared me for where I am. Like, you know, when I walk into a room, the way I carry myself, the way I close deals, the way I pitch deals, the way I market. I started when I was seven. Picture a scenario where you give your child something to say, hey, go sell. And when they come back and they don't sell it, it was abuse. It was beating and molestation and abuse and all that kind of stuff. So I had to learn from the age of seven and nine how to sell. And for you to be successful, for you to have abundance, you need to learn to sell. Because every single time in life, you're selling. You see that you're selling yourself, you're selling a product, you're selling a service. And yeah. one thing people don't understand about building wealth and allowing your wealth to flow is if you don't know how to sell, if you're not in a selling mood at all times, you're going to be losing out on so many opportunities. Picture the scenario. You walk into a room. The first thing you're doing is you're selling yourself. Yes. Every single time, you know, and, you know, I've coached a lot of people. Yes, over 500,000 people. And um, one thing I tell them is everywhere you go to, you have to make sure you are selling yourself and make sure that when you're living there, somebody can give you, like I call it, the fugu in exchange of you. So you got to learn how to sell yourself. You got to learn how to sell your brand, your product. And we are not ordinary. Every single person in this world is special. Right. But the truth of the matter is how you carry yourself and how you present yourself to others will determine if you're really going to be successful. So that's how I started from a very humble beginning with my stepmom. I'm going to allow you to ask the questions. I just don't want to go on and just keep talking, you know. So no, you no, can I love ask. your story. So what did you sell when you were seven years old? Oh, my God. I sold everything. So um, picture grilled fish. Mm -hmm. I had to get grilled fish on a tray and hawk on the street to sell. I sold what we call like bean cake, fried yam, you know, all kinds of stuff on the street. It was, and you know, in Africa, it's nothing. It's just a way of survival. But you know, when it becomes bad is when an adult, my first daughter is seven, she's going to be eight in a few days, right? And picture an adult using my seven, eight-year-old daughter to trade to make money. That's like child abuse. Like it's child abuse. <laughs> That's what it is. Awful. I'm so sorry yeah. that you through that oh but no i'm not saying it to you know express uh, like i always say you know i was in a program um over the weekend with multi-billionaires and millionaires and everybody had to talk about what inspired them and how somebody affected them and i would tell you my stepmom affected me very huge because what she was doing at that time was actually preparing me for where i am like right now i don't know how to take the answer no like, you can't beat me down. Like, nothing stops me. I but, you know, it. it's that energy, that tenacity, that training when I was a child that made me to become who I am. So, yeah. right now, I have the I can do mentality. And that is why, you know, coming to the United States um, in 2016 with my family, I landed in this country with 4,700. was a piece of cake because I strongly believe that America is one of the most blessed countries in this world. And we have no reason. We're living at a time of abundance. We have no reason to lack. Now, it's funny. There's people that are born in America and they just want to have a job, which stands for just over broke. Mm -hmm. They pay just enough money where you can't ever get ahead, but never enough money, you know, where you can feel comfortable and wealthy. And they don't want to be an entrepreneur. They're too scared. It's too risky. And then people like you, come over from another country and you just kill it. So what do you think is the mentality that you had that you're like, this is America, no matter what happens, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. What is it that the native, a lot of the native born Americans are lacking that you have? So I think the first thing, you know, like every other thing in life is you have to believe in yourself. Yeah. And you see, when people talk about believing in themselves, I'm not talking about you wishing, like waking up and say, I wish. I had a million dollars. No, you believe in yourself and you act like you have a million dollars. You go out there, you're able to put yourself out there, even like social media. You know, just before I came into this meeting, you know, I was talking to someone 
And I was asking them, I was like, why are you not on social media? Oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Yeah. And one of the things that hold people back is they procrastinate. You know, it is the greatest killer of every dream, everything that we know in this world. It's all about procrastination. People procrastinate and they don't take action. Now, you have to understand that when it comes to building wealth, there's something we call the financial blueprint. Mm-hmm. Every single person has a financial blueprint. And what do I mean? Picture the scenario when you were growing up, the first person or the first people that had an influence on you, coached you, taught you anything about money was your parents. True? Now, who taught your parents about money? Their parents. Their parents. Who taught their parents about money? Their parents. So you realize for 90% of people in the world who fall into the average people or the broke people, we all learned everything that we knew about money from our great, 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 great grandparents. Yes. And the biggest thing, for example, in my culture is we love to save money. Now, if you love to save money, you will never be rich. And that is one of the, well, that's one of the pots, you know, like I call it the, 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 the pot because we have several pots, but that's one of the buckets that we, a lot of people fall into. They want to make a lot of money, save money in the bank for rainy days. So when I was in Africa, growing up with my dad, he wasn't a rich man. And that doesn't mean he was a bad person. No, my dad was a great man. He loved me, but he didn't just understand anything about money. Mm -hmm. So if I was to be in a meeting like this, talking to my dad, within 15 minutes, my dad would have told me 10 times in that call for 15 minutes, make sure you save money. Make sure you save money. So that was what was in my blueprint. Now, when you ask my dad, why are you saving money? He would tell you, you're saving money for rainy days. Yes. Right? That's the popular say. Now, the question is, what happens when you save money for rainy days? You have, I don't know. You have have a bunch of rain. It's going to rain. Oh, it's going to rain. Okay. Because that's why you're saving money, right? So what am I saying? When you save money so you can solve problems, what happens? You attract problems. Okay. I get that. So So in my own case, let's say I saved five, ten thousand $10,000 back home. The next thing you know, somebody fell sick. And like in Africa, we don't have health insurance. Somebody's Mm -hmm. sick, looked at chronic disease or cancer, whatever. They're battling for their life. And what would they do? They'll call the entire family and say, hey, you got to put monies together. This person is sick. And that money you've been saving, you bring it out. Now, when I moved to the United States and I started getting myself exposed to successful people, I started hearing things like invest. You see, different language entirely. I started hearing things like invest. So I landed in this country with $4,700. I got an apartment and got myself exposed to somebody on social media. And he was screaming, give me your $997. I'm going to make you rich. Give me your $997. By the time I finished, it was $999. So I put in there $1, heard everything. He's like, give me your money. And I put in my money there. And I happened to get into the class and I learned about real estate. And now all I was hearing was words like, remember the words I used to hear was sell, save. And so now I'm hearing words like leverage, invest, equity, partnership, collaboration. These were new words to me. Because honestly, for you to be successful doing business, you don't need to have all money in the bank. You just know how to leverage other people's money, OPM. That's right. But if you don't know, you don't know what you don't know. So I started hearing these new words, leverage, OPM, other people's money, you know, collaboration. My first deal that I did in the United States was $8,000. And what was that deal? What did I do? I live in Wisconsin. After I'd finished getting information, which is the first thing you need to go after, I'd gotten information from the guy that I met on social media. He taught me something called wholesaling. 
Wholesaling is where you get a property, you put it on a contract, then you get an investor who buys pretty much the piece of paper from you. Mm -hmm. So I sold a piece of paper with a contract to somebody and I say, hey, I'm giving you a great, you're going to make $35,000 on this deal. Now, I don't have the $35,000 plus the others to put on the deal. You bring the money and I'll give you the deal. And by the time they close the deal, I made $8,000. And whoa. So if I can make $8,000 in one deal, you know what I want to do? I want to duplicate that a thousand times. That is how you become a millionaire. So the point is when you start hanging around millionaires and multimillionaires, the conversation is different. And that is what a lot of people run away from. They get intimidated when you're talking about big stuff, you know, like, you know, I usually have um, boot camps in Wisconsin and I have people who come and when I'm sitting down, I always expose them to this kind of discussions. We're talking about my yacht. Recently, I bought a jet. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I got a yacht. I got this. I got that. And they're like, it's not their reality. They don't understand. How do you get a jet? It's credit. America is a, is a country run by credit. Yes. So if you work hard, you build your credit and you get, you know, you do what you're supposed to do. I have an unlimited card, for example, from a particular credit company. So you can actually leverage other people's money. When I bought my yacht, it was a crazy shit, you know, pardon my French, issue yeah. in Africa. Look at this guy. How did he buy a yacht? So the truth of the matter is you can leverage on credit. You can leverage on other people's um, relationship and you can do so many big things, but you have to believe in yourself. You have to go after information. Don't forget, I'm telling you a story, but I'm telling you the things you need to go after. Because if you read the Bible and, you know, not many people read the Bible, it didn't say my people perish for lack of money or my people perish for lack of people. It says you perished for lack of information. Yes. You so you have great credit. Are you saying that I could go like get a, a private jet just because I have like a 865 credit score? No, no, no. So let me tell you something. You guys understand. At the level where I operate, when I walk into the bank, I'm not a consumer. You're still thinking like a consumer when you're talking about credit. When I walk into the bank, I'm walking to the bank as a partner. Yes. So there are two types of customers when you walk into the bank. There are consumers that once they tell, oh, you come out and give you $500,000 and you're going to be paying me every month or you want to buy one house or stuff like that. I don't, I don't do that. When I walk into the bank, I'm walking, I'm saying, hey, I have a jet. I'm not going to be flying this jet. I have a jet. I have the clientele that's going to be flying this jet. The day I flew, I had a program on, on my jet. The next day, guess who was our, our client? Christina Aguilera. Who? Christina Aguilera. Wow. You flew Christina Aguilera on your jet? Yeah. Then very, in fact, it was the same day after we finished. The same. Oh, how did you meet her? Not me. It's a business. Oh, it's a business. Okay. Well, you know, so when you hit, I'm not going to be jet that I want to sit down and just have lecture. You know what I did? I have very successful friends who are multi-millionaires and billionaires. You know what I did? I get them to come on the jet, then I get entrepreneurs who are looking for opportunities, looking for how they're going to get funding and all that. And I put them together in the jet and they pay me $6,000 to be on that jet. Each. You have 10 people sitting down. That is $60,000 in one day. Wow. Did you fly them anywhere or was it? Yes, jet we flew, uh, the last time we flew to, uh, we flew to Venice. We went to Venice um, in California, finished. We took them there. We saw some deals. They had, they, they pitched, they had coaching. Then finally we went to South Bay. You know, the guy that calls South Bay. The, no. guy that, the guy that does the salt thing, the celebrity chef. Okay. We had lunch with South Bay. I'm sure if I show you his picture, you know him. You just don't know that's the guy. So you expose people to that kind of experience. They will always come back and you should be on my jet 25th of June. Next sure, month. I think I could go for free since I'm giving you. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to you need to go after information. Thirdly, you see, before I keep going, I want to ask you a question about 
building wealth. But I want to ask because of the people, because like I said, I'm a teacher. I like people thinking. Sure. Right? You know, I just don't like teaching. I want you to think. So let me ask you, and I know that your audience cannot answer me, but they'll be like, okay. So if you go, you are in California, correct? Yes, I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, beautiful place. So if you go to the tallest building in Los Angeles, picture yeah. that for one minute. You the go tall- to the tallest, yeah. the tallest building in downtown LA. Okay. And you jump down from that building. What's going to happen to you? I'm going to die. Okay. What about if it was a black woman? Think. A black woman would die too if she jumped off the tallest building. Okay, what about if it was a Chinese woman? Anybody. Anybody <laughs> would die who jumped off that building. Now comes the real question. Why are you guys going to die? Because the fall is going to be such a high impact that it's going to destroy our body. Yeah, because there's a law governing that fact. That law is called what? The law of gravity. Law of gravity, correct. It's a respecter of no man or woman, whether you're black, you're green, you're yellow. So when people say, like, you know, I'm sorry to say this, black people are like, oh, I cannot be rich because of this person, yada, 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 bullshit. Or when that Chinese guy or that woman start giving excuses, I tell them it's not true. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. The law to build wealth is universal. Yes. Just like you have the law of gravity. If you function and, you know, go after the laws that helps you to build wealth, it doesn't matter whether you're black, you're blue, you're green, you're yellow, you will be prosperous. You just got to believe it. Now, let's go back. So I told you, number one, believe in yourself. Number two, go after information. Number three, you need to be in the midst of people who have already done the things you want to do. I agree. In the new world, we call them mentors. Yes. And you know what's amazing? I just told you a story that the guy who taught me how to do real estate, where did I meet him? In my backyard? Yeah. No, I met him on social media. So you yeah. have to excuse or excuses why you can say, oh, I cannot meet the richest person in the world. You just have to add enough value to yourself. You need to read. You need to prepare yourself. You need to do all that stuff, prepare yourself. And boom, there was a guy I saw on YouTube did something so great. He was about to do a show and reached out to the f- most successful 100 people on Twitter. Okay. Like literally just sat down and started sending messages to the hundred people on Twitter. And out of the hundred people, four people reached out back to him, successful people. And out of the four people that reached out back to him, one person had a deal with him. Wow. Think about it. I feel like all sales and business is a numbers game, but the thing is, Dr. Joseph, most people, average people will Mm -hmm. not the rejection of people not reaching back out or you're not hungry enough if your problem is you're afraid of being rejected and then you love being broke you got to get to a point yeah your fear of being broke is worse than your fear of being rejected yes that's afraid of being broke what's the worst thing you can tell me no Mm-hmm. And I was just talking to somebody I was coaching this morning because I usually have a lot of coaching. And I was telling the person, all you need to succeed in life is one big win. Yes. Forget about all the no's. Look, 10 people can tell you no, 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 no. Let's say it was 50,000, 50,000. 50 times 10 is what? 50, uh, 500,000, whatever. You just got to make a $1 million yes. Just one yes. That's all you need. You just need one yes. When you get that one big yes, picture a scenario. A guy came to the United States with $4,700 in his pocket, started doing business, and picture when I made my first million dollars. Just picture how I, how I felt like. I felt like a puppy. Like, you know you know what I'm talking about? That's all you need. You're going to get a no, 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 no. I remember when I came to, to the United States, uh, we were traveling, you know, trying to settle in. And for some reason, we visited Milwaukee and my wife said she loved it in Milwaukee. That's how I ended up in Milwaukee. Like we just literally came out of the train. It was snowing. December 2016, my wife's like, honey, I love it here. And the next day, 
Yeah, that's how I ended up in Milwaukee. Now, I was in Milwaukee then. We stayed in a hotel for almost a month. Then I realized, hey, I got to rent an apartment. Let me tell you something. No social security. No rental history. No, uh, what's the other one? No credit. Nothing. And I was knocking on apartments saying, hey, I want to rent your house. No. <laughs> I want to rent your house. No. 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 Almost 50 times. Then one day I told my wife, you know what? It looks like you're going to go back to Chicago so we can spread our effort. You keep checking in Chicago. I keep checking in Wisconsin. And I never forget that day. I woke up in the morning, put on my shirt, wear my jacket. I'm like, let's do it again. And the taxi driver is like, are you crazy? You've been running around the whole time. And they say, keep saying no. So let's do it one more time. Wow. Walked into this apartment. It's close to the airport in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee. Walk into the apartment. And the moment I walked in, you know what the lady said? That was the first time I heard this word. You want to hear it? What did she say? Oh, my God. You look so dapper. And you knew that was going to be a yes. And I no, I didn't know that. I was like, okay, okay, hold your roll. Hold your roll. I said, before you start, you know, trying to bother me up that I look good, let me tell you something. <laughs> I said, I don't have credit. I don't have uh, 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 social security. I don't have a renter history, but I want to rent you. She said, do you have money? <laughs> oh, yeah, I have money. She goes, you're going to pay first month rent, security, and last rent. I'm like, yeah. Now, when I finished signing the whole papers, I asked, why did you give me the, the apartment? Was it because I looked dapper? She's like, no. She said, we live close to, we have this property this particular property close to the airport. So from time to time, we have people who just fly in, maybe for like a teacher's program, exchange school program and all kinds of stuff. And they usually come in the way you do. So what am I saying? There's always that one yes that's always waiting for you out there. You just got to keep looking. You got to keep going. So what do you tell yourself when you hear the nose. Do you ever get discouraged? Do you ever... Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm a human being. I'm not a superman or anything like that. But you just got to deal with it. You got to accept it as part of life. Every successful person you see is a failure that became a successful person. We fail. You know, the thing about life is it's not how many times you fall. It's how many times you're willing to get up. Until that you finally give up, that's when you become a failure. You know, you can go out in the ring right now and laugh. It's going to give you boom, 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 you know, all over the place. And you fall down. It doesn't mean you are a failure. People don't understand the definition of being a failure. You know, life could knock you down. If you're out there, you're listening right now. You've given up on life. Life has knocked you down. It looks like nothing is working. Money's not coming in. You don't know what your future looks like. You don't know where you're going to pay your rent and all that stuff. The truth of the matter is I want to tell you. You're not a failure. You've just been knocked down. All you got to do is get up, wipe your body, and try again. Yeah, the only failure is the quitter. The person. The quitter. You know, it's when you finally quit and say, okay, you know what? I throw the, cut, the, the tower in. I'm no more doing it. I've given up. That is when you become a failure. In life, you've been knocked down. So when I get knocked down, you know, I lost a transaction or I lose some money or whatever. You know, or I lost a relationship. You know what I do? I go back. I always tell myself, you're not allowed to mourn more than 30 minutes. After 30 minutes, get back again and do it again. Okay. That is how you build the champion mentality. So set a timer on your phone, guys. If you get knocked down, you get 30 minutes to cry and complain. Uh, yeah. You turn yeah. on the wall. You know, whatever you got to do, you got 30 minutes. After that, Get up and do it again. That's right. I'm telling you, that is what life is all about. You know, there are so many people out there who were almost there. Imagine if that day I was looking for that apartment, I never went out. Just imagine. Imagine if you would have given up and gone back to Africa. To there you go. Like, oh, I can't do it. It's difficult. Nobody knows me. I don't have families here. All that crap. Imagine. So you just got to find ways you know, to look beyond the obstacle. You know how you become successful? You close your eyes. 
you try and envision big things. You try and envision the end from the beginning. You don't look at the obstacles in front of you. You know what? You just make up your mind and say, you know what? I'm going to surmount all this obstacle and I'm going to find myself at the end over there. Then you start doing the work. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. But you have to understand this. Champions are not people who stand on the weight line. Mm -hmm. Like when you want to go on a race, on your mat, set. And you're like, no, champions are people who take the race, who get in the race. Yes, I I agree. You have to be part of it. You have to actually participate for you to be called a champion. Yeah, you you have to play. Yeah, you're not going to sit down on your couch and feel like, oh, you know, the government is doing this and that. No, that's not your business. You see, America has given us a platform where you can build your own economy in this economy. So you're not worried about the recession? like I'm not, I'm not worried about all that. I'm not worried about that. You know what I do every morning? I wake up, put on my shirt, I put on my jacket, and I go grind every yeah. single day. I don't, I don't listen to the news. Yeah. You know, like, you know, somebody called me that day. I'm like, oh, Joseph. I said, yeah. He's like, um, doctor, what are we going to do? I was like, dude, tell me, what is the, what's the problem? They said, if you have good credit, you're going to be penal. I'm like, dude, why are you bothered about all that stuff? Go make some crazy shit money. <laughs> Who has time to be, how much are they going to take? Let me, excuse me, just go make some money. Forget all this news. Oh, they're going to penalize it. Taxes are going to go to 80%. Dude. You don't have time for all that. You know what you want to do? Focus. Focus on what you want, not all the doom and gloom of the news. No, 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 no. Just focus. You know, get out there every single day. Put in the work. You see, life is dual. It's all about duality, right? And that's what people don't understand. You see, what will make you to become always and consistently wealthy is when you are frequent and consistent in what you're doing. It's called the compound effect when you exactly you see because okay. while you're while you are chasing or trying to build wealth, you're also training your mind. Mm. It becomes addictive. Like I'm not here to brag or anything like that, but I can never be broke in my life again. I don't you think know, you will because now I know the formula. You know the formula. Believe in yourself. Take action. Get yeah. into the list of successful people. Okay. And number four, take action. Take yeah. action. You got to take action. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people want to get all the information. They want to know how to go from Wisconsin to California. Oh, show me the blueprint. No. Success on your way to success, it's like when you're traveling in the night. Okay, you're traveling at night. You don't know all the way you're going. Let's say you're driving from LAX to San Francisco, right? That's right. a beautiful journey. I drove there one time. You guys have, oh my God, it's the most beautiful journey I've done on the road. Your, your state is beautiful, by the way, California. So I'm driving on the road. It's in the night. How far does your headlamp, like the headlights, how far does it show? Does it show you all the way down there? No. no. It shows you about, let's say, probably six feet, right? Right. And that's all you need. Six feet, six feet, six feet, six feet. You just keep going. You just keep doing the next indicated action. and Frequency consistently. Frequently consequent. You know? So when you keep doing that, what you're doing is, number one, you're becoming the master at what you're doing. Mm. Yes. You're becoming a master at what you're doing. You know? So... There's a saying, you know, there's a theory that says if you give 100 hours to a certain profession, you become a professional. And if you give 1,000 hours, you become an expert in that field. It never said you have to go to university or college or what have you. And let me shock all of you here. I never went to college. Yeah, I'm not shocked. I never went to college. I had high school diploma like every other person came here. And early this year, a university in California, based on all that I have done, you know, I've fed a lot of people. I've given so much. I've probably given over a million dollars back since I became blessed. Let me use that word. And they took me, took my wife, and they gave us degrees. I was given um, a doctorate degree in um, real estate education. 
Nice. So you have an honorary degree. Congratulations. Yeah. That's how I got my PhD in, in real estate. My wife got it hot. Now, when I got it, I called my family back home and I told them, and they're like, how did you get a PhD? I'm like, what you guys spent eight years, maybe 15 years to go through university to get, I got it with my good name. Right. And hard work. So what am I saying? You know, you have to be willing to pay the price. You need to wake up one day and say, you know what? This is the path that I want to go through. And you go and do it. It's not just sitting down, complaining. See, I don't need anybody to motivate me. I'm already self-motivated. You know the motivation I need? I don't need coffee. I don't need a, uh, I don't need, I don't need nothing. I just need to wake up and realize, hey, I'm still in the United States. Let's go get it. <laughs> That's all the motivation I need. I absolutely love it. Yeah. You wake up and you're like, I'm here in the United States. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's go. From the United States. It's, there's so, always opportunity, always opportunity. I live in Wisconsin and I see the seasons. Let me tell you, every season people are making money. When it's snow, I have some guys coming to collect my snow here. I pay them $50 every single time from October to May. Yeah. Man, these guys are making money. And they're praying for it to snow every single day so they can collect my $50. Absolutely. Now, when it comes to, um, um, you know, to, to summer, they're still making money. Now they switch. They're like, okay, the snow is over. Now it's time to plow the grass. And of course, you know, I'm always traveling. I'm never available. I start paying them another money to plow the grass. So it's seasonal. You just got to know how to be innovative and you're going to keep making money. Now, when I see that, I'm like, yeah, right. I'm going to make some, some you know, I'm going to make some. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Wealth Flow. That's the name of your boot camp. What, yeah. what does wealth flow mean to you? So before I say what wealth flow means to me, it's always important. I tell people, you know, um, how the old vision of wealth flow came. By the way, I have 18 businesses right now. Wow. And wealth flow Inc is one of them. So it was in 2021. Um, by the way, I, I love Tampa, Tampa. Like, you know, I've traveled all over the United States. I've been to like 32 States since I came. Tampa, Florida is a place that I find my call for some reason. Like I used when to I, live there. You, you, you got a home there? I used to a long time ago. I love Clearwater Beach, and I used to live in a neighborhood of Tampa called Carrollwood. Long there time ago. So uh, I love Clearwater, you know, the Clearwater Beach. So when I go there, I, I just feel my call. It's beautiful. It's, it's just beautiful. So 2021, you know, um, I was really grateful. And by the way, you know, whatever I'm saying, about, I'm by no means trying to put anybody down or feel like I'm better than anybody. No, I just have confidence in myself. That doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. Right. So I was there, um, very grateful. I'd made some, a lot of money. I made a lot of money during the um, pandemic, um, buying foreclosure homes and helping people, you know, and all that stuff. So um, I was walking on the beach and it just came to me. This, it was a thought. It just came to me. It was like, it's not about making money. It's about building wealth. Mm -hmm. You have to let the wealth flow. Oh, wow. And you see, like I was telling earlier, the moment you get an idea, you have to take action. Yes. Um, it was 31st December. It was my birthday. On the 4th of January, I flew back here. And boom, I set up Wealthflow. At the time when I set up Wealthflow, I didn't know what to do with it. Never knew what to do with it. I just knew I had a company named Wealthflow. Keep it there. Then all of a sudden, we started what we call um, we started what we call the masterclass. And in 2021, I coached 3,000 people in my masterclass. Okay, sounds good. Then we came into 2022, and last year it just blew up. So last year, every single month, we had at least 60 to 70 people coming down to my new office that I got. I had a huge space with 300 parking and all that stuff. See, the thing is, if you can go ahead and dream it and build it, people will show up for it. That's and now, 
you know, we started building that. And now, um, you know, we just finished our last boot camp. Uh, JT Fox, the multimillionaire, was there in our office having coaching. Um, so many people. And in September, Wellflow, we're having 20 speakers from all over the world. And we're going to have one of the biggest conferences in the United States. And is that going to be in person or virtual or hybrid? It's going to be in person. Um, that's a program we call the Africa America Wealth Conference. Because what I decided to do was, you know, because of my roots, I decided that I wanted to bring some of the most successful people in Africa and the most successful people in the United States. And I want to put them in a room. It's going to be magic. People don't understand what I'm trying to do. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be like different continent, powerful people. Like you don't have any reason why you're not going to be successful. Yeah. Where's the event in Wisconsin? Las Vegas. It's in Las Vegas. Um, you know, it's in Las Vegas. If you want to get there, you just go to my website, Joseph Nantoma forward slash event and get your ticket. It's going to be in Las Vegas. It's going to be beautiful. Um, I'm looking to host at least a thousand people there um, in that event. And I have so many, so many successful people coming. You know, I have Steadman. I have... Um, um, I have JT Fox. I have, uh, just to name a few, I have Adam Coffey, um, very successful person too. I have a lot of speakers, um, that will be coming from, um, all over the United States. I have speakers from, from Australia, just everywhere from Africa. For example, I have the number one blogger in the whole of Africa coming. The number one blogger. How Vegas is it going to be? Las Vegas. I know where. What is it? Uh, it's a hotel called Saka. You, you know oh. the Saka Resort and a hotel. Yeah, that's where it's going to be. So, um, but you know, I started this whole thing. It was like a joke. You know, it was like a joke. But you see, every time you get an idea, the first thing you want to do is you want to put it down. Because yeah. That's how well the ideas come. And I'm telling you, every single day we have ideas, but we never do anything with it. You got to be. You got to be mindful. You know, and that's one thing I always tell people, you got to be mindful around the vibration of people where you are. If you're yeah. in a place where there's a place where all they're talking about is, oh, there's a new job, it's $35 per hour. Now, I'm not saying getting a job $35 per hour is bad. I don't think in terms of good and bad anymore. I've gone beyond that level. You know what I think? There's a way here and there's another way. Choose one. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, for example, you live in LAX, right? Yes, LA, not LAX. I don't I don't live at the airport. All right, my dear. LA. Yeah. Um, I to say if you go to LAX and you fly from the airport to San Francisco, how many hours do you fly? An hour. One hour. Now, if you drive from LA to San Francisco, how many hours? Five hours. Five hours. Why are you not driving? Because you want to get there faster. Right. So there is always an option. You see that you fly one hour so you can save four hours or you drive five hours and you can be on the road and, and, and spend five hours. Yeah, you enjoy the view, but you lose four hours more. So that's what I'm trying to say. For you to become successful, you can choose and say, okay, you know what? I just want to stick to my $35, $40 job. Or you can go out there, take the risk, build something for yourself, help many people like I did. And it's a choice. You see, another thing that holds people a lot, like I, like I posted, I think, yesterday on my social media, is the fear of success. Let me tell you what you're doing. Not everybody can do it. Not everybody can put themselves out there. Some people are shy. Some people are, you know. Talk just about that. Because I know boldness is something that's really important to you. Um, why is boldness so important in becoming successful? So the truth of the matter is when it comes to why boldness is very important is it's not about you. It's about the people looking at you. Mm -hmm. you, know the, you know the reason why I do all this that I do, why I decided that I want to be successful? It wasn't for me. It was for my children's children. Yeah. You know, you know what I want? And I'm already a fulfilled man. Like if this house falls down right now and I die, I don't care. You've I'm, helped a lot of people. Yeah, I've helped. Oh my God, a lot. Some of them I don't even know. You know, yeah. I'm 46. I've built an empire in real estate. I've built an, uh, an empire in my coaching. I have successful people, friends. I've helped over 25,000 people in Africa. I've given out over a million dollars in grants, not loans, in grants. Wow. I, 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 
I was spoken in some of the biggest stages in the world, in the United States. I've, I mean, like, just check the max, okay? But you know what is important to me? If God helps me, I grow old and I have grandchildren and all that. I want my children to come on your social media and my social media and on YouTube and all that place. And they look like, whoa, this is great grandpa or this is grandpa. And hear my story. And just picture how inspired those generations and generations after me will be. It's not about you. And that is the reason why when people say, well, I just want to be, I just want to be, I'm conservative. I don't, I don't, I don't like when I'm like, shut up, shut up. It's not about you, 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 you. It's not about what you like. It's about the values. And let me tell you, I'm not just leaving. You see, people think I'm not just leaving money, 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 money behind for my children. No, I'm also leaving knowledge. I'm leaving information because don't forget when I, what I started with financial blueprint, my, my second daughter has at least $4,000 in a piggy bank. She is five. Let me tell you how she makes some money. If I walk into the house right now and I'm taking off my tie, whoever takes the tie and hangs it for me makes $5. Okay. If you take, if I take off my shoes at the door and whoever takes my shoes makes $5. If I'm eating on the dining room, you know, and I finish eating, the, the person who takes the plate makes $5. Okay. So my daughter is five. Ew. So let's assume I was eating with a plate that has two sets of plates. So last time my five-year-old daughter comes and she said, I don't want anybody to take the plate because I want to make $10 today. <laughs> so... It might sound like fun, but let me tell you what I'm teaching them. I'm teaching them to be responsible. I'm teaching them that you have to work to make your money. And my my first daughter, she's going to be eight, right? She's going to be eight next week, Monday. She got her first real estate property when she was six. Wow. So she owns real estate? She owns her real estate. She's six. When yeah. she owns her real estate, she's I think she's going to be nine now. She's going to be nine. Sorry. She's going to be nine in, by next week. So she was three years ago. I got her first property in Cleveland, Oklahoma. Her property is now worth $250,000. So now, her paid for by her real estate. Yeah. Her, her education. So what am I saying? So people are like, oh, you're just going to leave money. No, I'm showing her. Imagine the day I finished getting the property and I said, my daughter's name is Zoe. I'm like, hey, Zoe, this is your property. Guess what happened? That same week, they had a program called Show and Tell in class. All the kids came there, and there's nothing wrong. They're all kids. Don't get me wrong. But all the kids came. They're like, oh, I love my toy. I love my this. You know, I went, and my daughter comes. I said, hello, guys. The reason why I'm excited is I'm a landlord. Yeah. Okay. And the teacher goes, okay, Zoe, what do you mean by you're a landlord? She's like, I'm a landlord. Oh, you mean your dad is a landlord? She's like, I'm a landlord. So I guess the teacher never understood. Like she couldn't phantom how a six-year-old could be a landlord. So a few days later, I took her to school. And she's like, oh, my God, last week, or was it two weeks ago, Zoe was very funny. She was like, I'm a landlord when we're doing show and tell. I'm like, yeah, mom, she's a landlord. <laughs> what do you mean so i started explaining to her i said she has a property she's a landlord she takes a rent there's an account where you can actually employ your children and pay them up to twelve thousand four hundred dollars every single month every single year tax-free in the united states what's that account called i don't know what the name of the account is called it's my accounting department that handles that for me yeah, I, my kids come into the office and they can like run errands. Oh, go get me some water. You know, stretch some stretch some papers. Go downstairs and pick the print from the printer, and I pay them by the hour, and it's documented. And yeah. you can pay up to twelve thousand four hundred dollars every single year to your kids, Excellent. and they take that money and they buy real estate. Smart. You have really, really figured out the system. <laughs> so it's all about you know, it's all about leaving a legacy behind for your children and their children and yeah. their children. it's not about me i didn't so, do all this just for me yeah my favorite mentors who is actually on the show justin prince he has a philosophy called be the one mm -hmm. be the one in your family that changed the dynamic everything exactly that changed 
the generations, not just creating generational wealth, but creating wisdom, kindness, love, be the one in the, in the family tree that breaks the generational curses and that creates a whole new paradigm and are that person. So we're going to wrap up. I could talk to you all day. I know. I'm having fun. It was really fun coming here today. You know, you know, know, this is me in my elements. This is what I like doing. I like passing out information. So I can stay here like all day as long as this, you know, my kids will soon be back from school and all that because I I actually left the office and just ran home. I said, I got to be here so that I can be quiet and not the whole, Hey, can I see you, Joseph? Yeah. So, um, this is me. This is my element. I just love giving back to people. I love giving out information. And that's what, you know, my wealth flow is all about. I want to get the wealth flowing. It's about knowledge flow. It's about wealth flow. It's about money, making some fugu. You know what I'm talking about? And just, you know, you know, if you're out there, it's possible. There's nothing stopping you. you know, there's nothing stopping you right now from picking up your phone, you know, tracing um, Rebecca's um information and asking questions, tracing my information, asking questions. The thing is you just keep sitting and you keep watching people doing it and you're not doing anything. That is the reason why you are where you are. Let me tell you something. Not all successful people are very generous, but there are some successful people who are generous and they want to give back. If you can get on social media, this same social media that we sit down and, you know, that will sit down and don't do anything about it. If you can get in there and ask questions, people will show you how to become successful. That's right. So where can they find you on social media? What are your handles? So my handles, uh, you can find me at the People's Mentor. That's my new brand that I just started. When I started in the United States, um, just because I'm a black man, a lot of black people came after me. Like they literally came after me. They were like, how did you do it? So my brand then was The Black Mentor. You can find me on all social media as The Black Mentor. And I always try to explain this, especially when I have a white audience. It has nothing to do with tribe, race, ethnicity, and stuff like that. It was just a black guy mentoring at the time. But I have a handle now for everybody so everybody can be inclusive because wealth is universal. So you can find me as The People's Mentor. Or you can still follow me at The Wealth Mentor. The the, the Black Mentor. The Black Mentor is, um, is verified on all platforms. So you can find me with that. But I said I'm building the people's mentor if you're not comfortable with that, because I love my white brothers and sisters. And I want you to know you're inclusive of everything I'm doing. And I want to help you. I want to show you how to do this, because this country that we all live in is filled with abundance. It is beautiful and it is balanced. That's right. That's the name of the show. And if you got something out of this podcast, go ahead and give us some just digital currency. We don't ask for any money or anything like that, but we really appreciate your five-star reviews. Take a screenshot, share this in your story, and please spread the word of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant podcast because there are people out there that are just like you. They're feeling overworked, stressed out, and they want to go from burned out to Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant. I'm your host, Rebecca Whitman. This has been another amazing episode. Tune in next week. We'll have another phenomenal guest. And until we meet again, keep your vibe high and magnetize. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. Please rate, subscribe, and review this podcast. If you or someone you know feel stuck and needs more abundance and balance in their life, please go to my link tree in the show notes to schedule your complimentary breakthrough call. I look forward to hearing from you and we'll see you on the next podcast episode.